Recruiting Wrap-Up Wednesday is back here on Locked On Boston College. On today's show, I'm going to give you a bunch of names of recruits that you're going to want to watch for as potential Boston College commitments. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com, part of the Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation Network. Today is Recruiting Wrap-Up Wednesday. This is one of your favorite segments, one that gets the most hits and most listens, where we talk about football and basketball recruiting. Now, as you all know, on BC Bulletin, I do a ton of um, dives into recruits, talking to recruits, interviews, all sorts of analysis and all the good stuff that you want. So if you want more insight, check it out there. Now, what I want to talk about today, what I want to get into, are some names of players that you might want to look into as potential commitments for Boston College. Now, BC right now has six commitments heading into the class of 2023. They have two from Massachusetts, from Catholic Memorial, Jaden Skeet, a wide receiver, and Dottrell Jones, a running back. They have their quarterback, Jacoby Robinson from Texas. They have um, Jordan Meyer, a edge defender. Eric's Daughtry, another defensive tackle. And then they recently landed Brian Sims, a defensive lineman as well. Now, one peop- one of the biggest questions people ask, and usually when, when I ask for the, grab, uh, the mailbag at the end of the week, folks are always like, who's going to be the next commitment? Well, I can't give you that answer because unless I... I'm in the mind of the recruit. I won't be able to tell you like they don't tell me when they're they have other uh, visits coming up and things like that. But I can tell you a few names of some guys that you might want to watch for. And I'll tell you why. The first name of a recruit that you're going to want to watch for was one that I talked about on our premium service on BC Bulletin, Antonio Cotman. Now, he goes to Life Christian Academy in Virginia. He is a three star, but like really, really high three star. Um, and he just visited Boston College this weekend. And if you want to hear his thoughts, you can check out the 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 post. But what I like about him, he's been to BC a bunch of times now from Virginia. He has not even done his official visit yet. So the kids, can, just so you guys can get a better sense of how the visits go, kids can go on as many unofficial visits during active recruiting times as they want. Those unofficial visits are on the recruit's dime. That means the parents pay for the hotel room, they pay for the flight or whatever they do, or you know, they drive them up. So they can go on a bunch of unofficial visits, right? So like local kids, you see them on campus all the time because if they're really interested in BC, they're going to go to all the games, they do all that stuff. It, it's, it's easy ways to connect with the staff. Official visits are different. Now, kids get five official visits for each cycle. And that means they get to go and the school gets to lay out the red carpet for them. So for Antonio Cotman, he's already done two unofficial. And I get the sneaking suspicion BC will get one of his official visits when it comes the fall. You know, I think he's going to do his official visits later on. He said he he hasn't announced any of them yet, but he's an exciting. I'm telling you, his kids got offers uh, from Penn State, UNC. Um, he's a big physical kid. Uh, he was a MVP at a rivals camp 
Rivals.com camp earlier this year. Like BC, as I've said on previous podcasts, has a ton of good defensive backs that they're going after. And I think Antonio Cotman is one of my favorites. And I think BC's in really good shape with him. So he might be a name that you're going to want to circle on your calendar and are right in your calendar and just keep an eye on him. And if you follow him on social media, again, one other thing about recruiting, don't bug them on social media. If you're a fan, don't tweet at them. Don't tweet them BC GIFs. Don't tell them to come to Boston College. Don't do any of that. It's annoying and it's it's kind of weird. Um, just let the kids do their thing, yeah, you know, and, and go from there, okay? And speaking of defensive backs, Tristan Sion of Florida, I, I, it's S-I-O-N, is another name you're going to want to watch for. And I say that he's he's already got his top list out and BC wasn't in it. However, BC just offered him. And he called Boston College his dream school. So I think I talked about him last week. I'm not going to get into him a lot. But if you call BC your dream school, there's a very good chance that you'll come to Boston College. Because no recruit, unless it was a, a pre-written tweet that he does for every school. And I checked him, double-checked to see if that is the case. But he really does like Boston College. So he's another one I would watch for. And another name, and this is going to go defense again, that you're going to want to watch for. And I'm going to, I'm totally going to butcher this poor kid's name. Palai Fawoe. FOA, F-A-O-A, and he is from Bishop Gorman in Nevada. Now, he is part of a powerhouse program, and I'll talk about that in the second segment, but again, ding, 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 BC again getting involved with those powerhouse programs. He's from Nevada. Um, Again, BC had a commitment with Alex Broom um, and Cam Barfield from powerhouse programs. Uh, Cam Barfield is from Bishop Gorman. Now, FOA does not have a um, ranking yet, but he is a big-time recruit with some really good offers, and BC is in good shape with him. So he will be someone that you're going to want to watch. And then finally, Whit Weeks, another linebacker. Because I think BC has their edge defenders. They might get one more. I think linebackers is another one. So Whit Weeks is another name I would watch for. He's a three-star uh, linebacker from Georgia. BC has been in on him a lot. He's been on campus. He's another name I like. He has not made a uh, visit recently, but he's if he comes back, I, I like the odds with him. Uh, and then I'll give you a bonus. One last name to watch for. And when I say his name, you're going to know exactly who he is. His name is Kian Abdul-Rahim. And I'm sure you heard that last name. You're going, oh, I know who that is. It is Ab- Azar Abdul-Rahim's nephew. And now he plays. He's a he's a linebacker as well. He goes to he's from North Carolina. Uh, he was offered by BC recently ish. Um, we'll have to see if he comes on campus because obviously if his uncle is on the coaching staff, I think there's a good family connection there. And you know Azar probably knows him as well as any of the coaches in the country. And if BC can kind of sell him on that, I mean that connection's a great one to make. So he's a name I'd love to watch for. So he's a fun and interesting one. Now, if you like my recruiting information I put up and I think this was a really cool little thing on uh, BC bulletin there's a 2023 offer list and it's just it's a long list of names right now but I put in their height their weight their 247 stars and their status and then if I've written anything on them per se I talked about them having a top five list or they committed to BC or they visited Boston College and I interviewed them I hyperlinked it so it's a little bit there's, – there's some good articles in there already linked, and there's going to be more and more as the summer goes on. I'm telling you, this is when I jump into hard into recruiting news. So 
as the you know, especially with the spring game coming up, I think we're going to have a lot of recruiting news coming up that you're going to want to know more about. Now, in a moment, as I just said, BC has been involved with some major powerhouse programs over the last two years. Why is this such a big deal for Jeff Halfley? I'll get into that in our second segment. It's getting to be beach time here. I mean, it's only April, but I'm getting myself ready for the beach. And the way I'm doing it is making it by doing it and eating it right with Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. And I've told you about the puffs, but I'm going to tell you again. You need to try them. There are 100% covered in chocolate, protein-infused marshmallow, which sounds like it's a joke, but it's not. And they are delicious, they're yummy, and they're good for you. They're a treat that you're not going to want to miss. They have some really good flavors, too, like cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. They're so good. They will be your new favorite. These bars are low-calorie, high-protein, and you can use them as a meal supplement if you want. I have a Built Bar whenever I am going out to work if I have no time to make myself a lunch. The Built Bar's protein, they have 17 grams of protein in these bars. Give me the energy and fill me up for that, you know, so that I can make it through to my next meal. They're just delicious. They have some great flavors too. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. So head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Uh, you know, it's been a quiet week. Uh, there's not a lot of news going on. There's there's, there's some transfer stuff buzzing for BC. Uh, and BC Baseball just beat Northeastern. Yay. And they're going to go to the finals of the Beanpot. Uh, their game today against Quinnipiac has already been postponed because we're getting rain for like the next five days in a row down here in Massachusetts, uh, which is fun. Uh, it looks like it could in t- also in- hit during the spring game, so that will be miserable. Um, not to be downer, but I was hoping for some good weather. But I'm not talking about that right now. My fu- second segment here is to talk about recruiting in terms of where BC is hitting hard. And one of the spots that I've noticed BC changed their philosophy with in terms of recruiting has been this emphasis on new on some of the traditional powerhouse programs in the country at, at in terms of high schools. Now, in the last 2 years under Jeff Halfley, Boston College has landed a commitment from IMG Academy, St. John's Bosco in California, Bishop Gorman in Nevada, and Lipscomb Academy in Tennessee, and finally at St. Francis Academy in Maryland. In fact, they've landed three commitments from St. Francis Academy, four if you consider Jamal Hood, who never made it on campus. But why is this a big deal? Because you can see that Boston College understands that these bigger schools produce big-time talent. You look at where what these schools have put out in terms of NFL talent. I mean, if you go to IMG Academy, you're going to become a five-star recruit most of the time, or you're going to be an NFL first-rounder. I mean, you can go down that list of some of the players that went to that school, and you'd be stunned. I'll just go over some really quick ones. Josh Lambeau, Dylan Moses, Tyree St. Louis, Bo Scarborough, KJ Osborne, Anthony Weaver, Kenyatta Watson, Mark Colombo. Hey, some BC love there. Grant Wistrom, um, Kellen Mond, and um, 
KJ Hamler. So there's a ton. DeAndre Francis, Francois, excuse me. He also went to IMG Academy. So this is a, a program. They had like 10 guys go through the NFL Combine this last year. This is a program that is huge. This is a program that focuses on football. And yes, BC did not land one of those blue chip recruits that come out of IMG Academy, but they did get a very intriguing recruit out of um, one of the European countries. I, I forget which one off the top of my head, but Elijah Krasnovic, who is absolutely enormous and could be a starting tackle for BC maybe in a year or two. So, you know, they, they were able to do that. But, you know, they've been able to hit, as I said, some of these powerhouse schools. And they're doing a great job of starting to get some really good talent there. C.J. Burton, their starting defensive uh, back, one of their defensive backs that's going to start this year, is from St. Francis Academy. He's one of their highest rated recruits that Boston College has landed in years. Jude Bowery, an offensive lineman from that same school, is going to be on the two deep this year. He will be a guy that we will be talking about in 2023. I'm telling you that right now. And then you add in, you know, the Alex Brooms, the Cam Barfields. You're starting to see top-end talent from these schools come into Boston College. Now, while BC may strike out, as I said in past weeks, on some of these local kids, as you've seen guys like uh, Andrew Rappelia just flip from Michigan to Penn State, which whatever. You've seen... Uh, Preston Zinter commit to Notre Dame. You have Ronan Hannafin getting offers from everywhere from Alabama and on. And it doesn't seem like BC's in great shape with many of the local kids. As I've said, who cares? Because BC is going to get good talent elsewhere in the country from coaches and staff that respect what BC's doing, unlike some of the local guys. Now, I think that's why these getting in at the St. John's Bosco, getting a guy like Sione Hala is a big deal. And BC continues to pound on these schools. They're getting new offers out every day. That, um, as I said, the, the linebacker, Fioni Pala, yeah, no, not even close to AJ, Pale Foa of, uh, is from Bishop Gorman in Nevada. They just offered an offensive lineman from St. John's Bosco. So they're doing their due diligence to get some guys from these powerhouse schools to Boston College. And these, you know, right now they're three stars. They're, you know, you got a four star like Hala in there. But you make those inroads. You get connections with those staffs. You do, and you start to get successful on the field. That is when you'll start to get some of the bigger names in. That's when those big recruits, guys like C.J. Burton, are going to want to come to Boston College. And that's when you open more doors. So starting off small like this is a good thing for Boston College at these bigger schools. And I think... What I've seen Jeff Halfley do is the right thing because under Steve Adazio, under Frank Spaziani, you know, they they were never a factor in these bigger schools. You know, they had St. Xavier in Ohio that brought Luke Keekley and Steve Daniels, Stephen Daniels, excuse me, and Sean Duggan. That's uh, as close as they got, but the, even that isn't a powerhouse school. And you see Boston College now under Halfley pushing to that. And, and there's some some other schools like Buford and Georgia is another big one that I've seen them starting to get really involved with. That These are all programs that have lots of top-end talent. So I think it's really important that BC continues to do this. And it's exciting to see them be successful there because Jeff Halfley can sell the vision to Boston College, what it can bring them on the field, what can bring them off the field that other schools can't do. 
And that opens some eyes for kids that normally may not look at a school like BC. So that's a great thing for the Eagles. Now, in our final segment, I'm going to get into what Boston College needs to change about the fan experience for the spring game. It's an annual tradition that I have, but I'm going to preach it to the choir again in our final segment. Now, ever-increasing make and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seeming intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on your computer? When you have it in your hand, you can do it at home with rockauto.com. With rockauto.com, you're going to save time and you're going to save money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more at the same, for the same parts at a chain store at car dealership when you can sit on the comfort of your couch, turn on some baseball, and order from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer, and it's easy to use. You just open up their easy to use website, browse their catalog, boom, they're going to tell you the make and model, and you put in what you need. You'll find it right away. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. So we were we did two segments on recruiting. I gave you a little extra. And I am just telling you right now. If you do not subscribe to our YouTube channel, you need to do it right now. Go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube and hit that subscribe button because starting this week, I am going to start putting some YouTube exclusive content on there, some recruiting talk, news updates, all sorts of good stuff. So it's not going to go out to the podcast feed. It's going to be on YouTube. So you need to subscribe to YouTube. So go to Locked On Boston College and hit subscribe. It's completely free. You're going to get some extra content. I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, so just just do it. Go do it right now. Go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube. Now, my final segment. This is something that I feel very passionately about. I'm pounding on my chest right now telling you what I want. Spring game. We're now four days away, and Boston College has not announced a single thing that's going on in terms of fan experience for the spring game. I don't know what is going on, and this is not a new thing. Every year they put so little effort into making this an experience. And now for years, there's been weird things that have happened. You know, they didn't have a spring game because of the marathon bombing. They didn't have a spring game because I think there was a year that they had too many injuries. There was no spring game another year because of COVID. They, you, know, you know, there's been like four or five years they haven't had a spring game. Um, but there have been plenty of years where there have been them. And I, as a, as a new father, and I have two kids now, I love the idea now of the family stuff, so I'm, I'm all about that because I think I'm going to go this weekend as a fan and sit in the stands with my son because it's a perfect game. Like I can't take him to the home games during the, the game, this season because I'm usually working, so this will be a chance for him to go, and I'm, I'm pumped as that they have that piece for fans. But as I said on yesterday's show, you look around at other schools throughout the country for their spring games, and they do it big. Most schools. Up here in the north, they they still struggle. But Boston College has a chance to do some fun things, and they don't do it. First of all, just simple stuff. If you go to the spring game and you are hungry, good luck. Because on campus in the stadium, they usually have one concession stand open, and it's hot dogs. Usually that's all they have, and popcorn. They don't open anything else. 
So not really advertised. And I get it. There's not a huge crowd there, but like offer some, like, you know, the oh, pop up the grills up on this upper deck so people can get, you know, hot uh, sausages. I know they have them on the bottom deck too, but like simple stuff like that, like make it inviting that they have that kind of stuff. Or if you don't want to pay the concessions, do what you did during the school year, during the games, and get food trucks to come. There's plenty of them out there that would love to make money off a of BC football game. So just bring them on campus, get tacos, get you know, hamburgers, whatever it is, and get those on. And they may have already done this. I just don't know because they haven't advertised anything for fans on this in, in terms of this game. So that's my first piece. I think that's important. I, I, I wished, and I know this is a logistical issue, I wish the band could be there. And it doesn't have to be the whole band. I, you know, I know that like the BC marching band, the Screaming Eagles marching band, is not available. I mean, they're pro- not not that they're not available. They just haven't practiced in ages, so I'm sure that's a little tricky. But the pep band that played at basketball games, hockey games, they have only been out for what like three weeks now since the end of the regular season. I'm sure they can play for Boston and a few other pep tunes. I mean, you don't need a huge band to do that. I love to see that little things like that. Add that in. And during the game, too, like, you know, make it like a minor league baseball game. Make it like make it fun. Right. So if there's pauses in the game, like do little games and stuff on, uh, you know, out there like, you know, I don't know, like field goal kicking competition on one end or, you know, have kids do stuff. I mean, that's more of the family things, but like little things to like liven it up a little bit, because after watching for a little bit, it gets kind of. Not boring, but it's just not a lot going on, especially when you get to the, the later parts of the game. So add pieces like that. Um, this is a, also a perfect opportunity to like thank the fans that do show up. Make it special for them. Like whether it's you know like a custom super fan shirt for the game or something cheap and easy to do. I know they don't want to put any money in anything, but like this is the perfect opportunity to like hook in some fans, get some new people involved. So like just do little things like, like give out, have like a giveaway, give out foam fingers, who the heck cares what it is, but like make it special, make it something that kids are going to remember. Maybe adults are like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Um, and do something like that. And as I said before, so like I talked about the food in terms of just going into the game, having food trucks, I know tailgating will never happen during during a uh, BC spring game because just because of the whole politics of the the neighborhood and the police unions and all the other things that go into having to get that going, I know it'll never happen because they, there's just so many logistics that the school has to deal with because they live in the city of Boston that it'll never happen. So I'm not going to get on that my soapbox on that one. Believe me, I would love to have tailgating there. I think it would be a major factor, but I don't think it'll ever happen. That being said, you can do things on campus that do replace the tailgating aspect. You can get the tents, as I said on yesterday's episode, like right behind where the plucks used to be. There's now during the the regular season, if you hadn't hadn't had a chance to go, they put those like wedding big white wedding and event tents up, and they had bands in there. You could rent them out. Like throw a couple big tents up. You know, get like a, a local brewery and some food. And, and and I don't care about paying. I'll pay to go to that if I can get food and maybe like watch baseball or something before the game starts or even after the game ends. Like little things like that. It It's not tailgating in, in itself, but it's still a social event that gets people back to Boston College. It gets them to hang out with their friends. And that's what, that's what the piece about BC 
football is all about. Like what people really like when they're season ticket holders is that communal experience, going to your friends' tailgates, having your family members come over while you grill. That's the stuff that you remember. And for a spring game where it's like just show up and you can have like lukewarm water hot dogs and like uh, some popcorn and that's about it. What it what other than watching football in their whatever fake rules that they come up with that don't really matter because it's an exhibition anyways. For the average fan that just goes to Boston College or is an alumni, what drives them to go to those games? Add that social aspect. And, and people are dying for it because of the COVID stuff. Like people are just dying to get back on campus and do these things. So it would be just a perfect opportunity. And again, Boston College could be doing this stuff. I just went to bceagles.com last night. And I looked for information just because I'm going to bring my son to the game. And there was nothing there. Like, I couldn't find, like, is, is FanFest going to be there? Are they going to have anything for food? None of it's – nothing's there. And I it's it's disappointing because this, this is an opportunity for for the school to do something. And it, it just feels like it's, it's – every year it's, like, pulling teeth to, to get anything out of it other than we're putting on a game and you can sit and watch it. There should be more here, and this is because this is the last time you get to see this football team until August or September. So I don't know. I'm. It's just me ranting. This is my yearly rant about this because I feel like BC football should be aggressive, and in, in Boston College in general about trying to recruit fans to fill that stadium, and the spring game is the perfect opportunity to hook some, and I feel like it's a missed opportunity every single year no matter who the administration is and who the coaching staff and players are, it just seems underwhelming every year. And I, I wish they would figure out a way to build this up. And again, they could do some stuff this weekend, but I haven't seen anything because they haven't emailed. They haven't sent it. I mean, they might've emailed. I just haven't seen it, but it's a, it's a chance. And I'd love to see them do more. Well, well I'll be there this weekend and I'll give you a full report. Uh, hopefully it won't rain though. Cause I saw a rain report for the weekend. So on tomorrow's show, we're going to kick off, uh, end the week with a few other things. We're going to have our Mailbag Friday. So if you have mailbag questions you want, hit me up at AJBlack underscore BC on Twitter or on Locked on BC. On tomorrow's show, we'll dive into some more spring football talk. We'll get into transfer portal news and anything else that breaks between now and recording time. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you do, give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. This is AJ Black. Have a terrific hump day Wednesday, everyone. We'll see you again tomorrow.